Welcome to the Highway to Heaven Full Gospel Outreach Ministries podcast. And welcome, welcome. Today, the host would be would be me, Elaine Murphy, and Brian Crump. How you doing, Brian Crump? Not bad. How about yourself? I'm doing excellent. Isn't it a beautiful day today compared to the other days? Oh, my God. Yes, I'm finally glad to see we get a break in the weather. Isn't it awesome? Well, mm-hmm. today what we're doing, we're going to just do a recap on Sunday's message, which was awesome. It was taught by Deaconess Lily Woods, and she brought forth the Word of God. Just, I mean, it was awesome. And her title was The Word of God. So what we decided what we'll do is uh, we'll go ahead and host uh, and Highway to Heaven now has a podcast and we're going to just give it a little promotion for people that love to hear the word of God. I'm telling you, the church is on still on fire. Um, And what we're going to do is expound on the message uh, today and then you'll be able to just take your time and just listen to it for yourself. Uh, once again, this is a Highway to Heaven Full Gospel Outreach Ministry podcast, and welcome. Lend us your ears. As we go into it, or before we actually go into expounding on this, um, the Word of God uh, topic, uh, why don't we just say a moment of prayer? Father, we just thank you today, God. Lord, we ask you, Lord, just to touch everyone today, God. Lord, we ask you in Jesus' name to strengthen us. We bind up any type of confusion, Lord. Lord, we thank you today. Any kind of distractions, we renounce those things. And Father, we ask you, Lord, that that to just bless us and strengthen us to expound on your word of God, Lord. Lord, we ask you to let it reach out and touch someone, God. Lord, Lord, we'll We'll give you the glory. We'll give you the honor and a praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, okay. the scripture, um, the first scripture that Deaconess Lily would go to that we're going to go to is Matthew 24 and 35. Could you read that for me? Sure. Matthew 24, 35. I am reading out of the King James Version for those who wants to follow along. Again, that's Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So in other words, you know, as as far as we understood is that God, his, his word is everlasting. It'll always be alive. And it's also the Bible. There's another scripture that talks about how in the word is alive and effective. It's like a two-edged sword. Um... It is life. It's when God spoke it, the word of God in the book of Genesis, uh, there was a scripture that talks about, um, can you go to that? Go to Genesis. If you don't mind, go to Genesis. Well, I know in the book of Genesis, it does talk about when it says the word was God. In the beginning was the word and the word was God. In the beginning, the word was God and the word was with God something to that effect so I know it says something about that yeah that, um, that is the scripture that I'm looking for okay um, okay of course in the book of Genesis it talks about how God created the earth and it talks about how it was filled and alert and uh, um, say let there be light and there were light and talks about creating man I think that's the scripture that you're talking 
about? I, I, I wanted the actual scripture that says though at the beginning. Didn't it say that at the beginning what you were talking about? Like the word was God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light dark, okay? And the 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 called night night, the darkest night. And going down on it says, God said, let there, let the, okay, he separate the waters from the earth. We're yeah. going to go on down. If you go ahead, I'll find it in one second. Okay. I'm going to go ahead okay. and tell more. So, we're expounding on the topic of this Sunday's message, um, the Word of God. And as Brian go ahead and get that, find that particular scripture in Genesis, we're going to go back to Matthew 24 and 35. Um, it's good to know the will of God for your life according to the Word of God. Um, which was something that Deaconess Lily Wood also expounded on that particular scripture and mentioned. Okay, actually I did find the scripture, and the scripture can be found in John chapter 1, verse 1. And again, this is the King James Version that I'm reading from. And it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay, so it is it is actually how we said it before. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. So when we speak this Word, we're actually talking about God. So the Word of God, that's why it describes it, that the Word of God as, as being very powerful. Um, so why don't we go ahead and go to John 6 and 68. We'll recap and expound on the next scripture. And you know, the one thing that is really interesting too, that I uh, saw on this is that when we talk about the word of God, and when you read that verse, the verse talks about, um, in the beginning was the word of God. So it tells what the word is actually is mm-hmm. that the word was w- was with God and the word was God so we all know from that scripture that the word is God so God is coming forth into the earth that is true amen to that okay so now we're going to go into Saint John Saint which John is- which is in the gospels and that starts off with the uh, New Testament. We're going to go to 6 and 68. Okay, chapter 6, verse 68. And again, this is the King James Version for those who wants to follow along. Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And it says here again, Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast 
the words of eternal life. So he was actually asking Jesus, where else can we go to when you're the truth and the life? And that expounds on what John said. Mm-hmm. In the beginning was the word. So at the beginning, it was the word. And Simon Peter answered him and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the word of eternal life. Who has the word of eternal life? God. Exactly. Amen. Which Amen. is with God mm-hmm. and was God. Amen. Amen. And that's pretty good right there. Let's go to 15 and 7. John 15 and 7. John 15 and 7. Okay, again, I'm going for um, out of the King James Version again. <laughs> if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Amen. And it says, If ye abide in me, and my word abide in you, you shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done. And since the word of God is truth, if you ask anything of God that's according to his word, he said, if you ask, he said, he'll answer. I look at that. Now, don't don't get twisted, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what this scripture is actually saying it's not saying you can ask for anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you kill this person for me? Can you do it? <laughs> it's nothing like that. It's no. within God's will. And exactly. God's will is uh, peace and and knowledge and, and things like that. So if you ask for um, obtaining peace, he can do that for you. If you ask how to obtain knowledge, he can do that for you. If you ask how can you obtain um, a, a peace in, in the relationship and a friendship at work, you know, different things like that. He can provide that for you. It's not anything you shall ask that is in a negative way or that's going to hurt someone because God is not about hurt. That's not his demeanor. That's not his character. Think of what he did when he was here on earth. He healed people. He did not hurt people. So, Please understand with this specific scripture is if you abide in me, meaning abide in God and his words and my words abide in you, meaning his words abides in you, Mm -hmm. then you shall ask what you will according to his glory and his riches, of course, and it shall be done unto you. So please um, take that scripture for what it actually says, not for you asking for anything in the world and... You know, and I agree with that. That's a good point, you know, because you got to remember the spiritual things are only for spiritual. The word is definitely a spiritual thing. It is definitely a godly thing. So you can't just say like he did, gave the example uh, to use it for evil. It's not going to work anyway. What will happen with that is it'll fall on death ear uh, because God is not going to answer to evil. If you, exactly. Um, and he only hears the prayers of the righteous. There's a scripture that says the prayers of the righteous avail as much, not just the prayers of someone whose heart is not accurate or together. It like falls on death ear. And God wouldn't answer that anyway. I mean, even there's a scripture that says, just for example, it's just like um, there are people that will speak words and think that they could curse you. Well, they cannot curse that which God has blessed. If you're a child of the king, 
um, their words is not going to be affecting. What will happen is the same words that they spoke on you can go back on them. That's what will happen. So they actually curse themselves, trying to curse you in which you can't be. So just remember, your words are very important. It's only it's only effective in receiving. Just like like you just said, um, you, if you ask God. For something that he said you can have in a word anyway, he's going to answer your prayers and you're going to receive that. And let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, saints, the power of life and death is in the tongue. So you have to always watch what you say, Mm -hmm. how you say it. And just like Sister Elaine said about cursing people and, and cursing different things, you want to be careful of that because... The power of life and death is in the tongue, and you want to have life and that more abundantly. Amen. Well, we could go to the next scripture. Uh, that's Romans 10 and 18. Sure, Romans 10 and 18. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily, their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. The word of God it goes across the word. It's, there's there's no excuse uh, for saying, "Oh, I don't know God." Or God is always He has al- has already proven Himself to be um, um, the Creator of this earth, the, the Creator of everything on it. Um, the word can do anything but fail. So um, there's really no excuse. And you have anything you want to expound on that too? brother yeah there's Ryan. yeah there's there's no um excuse for that because the scripture plainly states that his word was sent out was sent forth into the world mm-hmm. so everyone to every four corners of the earth has heard the word regardless if they want to accept the word or reject the word mm-hmm. the point of it is the word was sent out and what was the word the word was God mm-hmm. because remember in the beginning the word was with God and the word was God so God was sent forth into the world Jesus Christ who died for our sins and he was the one who preached the word for all his disciples to preach the word as well to all corners of the earth so there's no excuse of saying that you have not heard the word you've heard it but just think if you want to receive it Amen. That was just awesome. Okay, let's go to the next scripture. Let's go ahead and go to 1 Corinthians 2 and 1. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, you came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, for of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Yeah, because sometimes we can speak some words that are are so high and classy, and um, it, it's just hard to grasp. It's hard to even reach people. Um, so you have to use the wisdom of God, which is His Word, um, to actually share the Word of God. You gotta kind of speak it in parables or explain it so people can understand it. Um, let's go down to two and thirteen. Okay, chapter 2, verse 13. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, 
but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And so indeed, you know, that's that's just really almost explanatory. Uh, natural things can reach natural things, but it takes spiritual things to deal with spiritual things. That include conversation. Um, let's go to 14... 1 Corinthians 14 and 9 and 19. Yeah, I kind of think that that's important too in reference to the spiritual things, mm-hmm. with, uh, spiritual things, because when you speak uh, things that you try to sound, um, you, you know, you're using words that other people may not know, and then those how you can, you can lose souls that way True. because you need to provide the lesson behind those those words so yeah it's very important that when you speak you speak natural things with natural things spiritual things with spiritual things amen sorry amen. i just wanted to put that no that's okay it needed to be put out there because that was good we could go to the next scripture okay first corinthians was it nine 14 9 through 19 yes okay so likewise ye except ye utter by the tongue words easy to un- to be understood how shall it be known what is to be spoken? For okay. you shall speak into the air. And, and this this particular uh, verses here are talking about the gifts of speaking in tongues. Now, I got what they're saying. Not that that's not a good thing, but it wouldn't make sense to do it if there was no one to interpret it. God didn't say you couldn't speak in tongues. It's just that if you're speaking in public... Um, or in the church atmosphere where there's other people, unless you have that additional gift to interpret, it's pointless because no one will know what you are saying. Not to try to make anyone feel embarrassed about speaking in tongue, but remember, if you're speaking in tongue, there's nothing wrong with doing it in the privacy of your home because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit maketh intercession by utterance of tongues so you're in the privacy the holy spirit itself will minister to you and your your spirit understands it but when you're in public around other people you want them to understand what you said in tongues which would take another gift to interpret yes that that is true because when you uh, think back how jesus spoke to his disciples how did he spoke to his disciples it was in parables. It was right? in parables. So in parables, he explained the parable among his disciples, but the common man would not know what that parable means. True. So it's the same thing when you're speaking in tongues. Your Holy Spirit is connecting with the Spirit of God. But if there's no one to interpret that, yeah, you can lose people. So just 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 remember that that is a gift of the of the Holy Spirit. And just like Elaine's saying, don't don't get uh, baffled or anything about that just uh, know that these are spiritual gifts that are from God no, why don't we go down and read a little bit more sure okay we're going to go to uh, verse 10 because I read verse 9 there are it may be so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them is without signification therefore if I know not the meaning of the voice I shall be unto him that speaketh a barbarian, uh, speaketh a barbarian, and he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. Even so, ye, f- 
for as much as ye are jealous zealous zealous thank you mm-hmm. of spiritual gifts seek that ye may excel to the edifying of the church mm-hmm. wherefore let him that speaketh an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret amen for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is what is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Else when thou shalt bless with the spirit, how shall he that occupieth the room of the unlearned say amen at the giving of thanks seeing he understandeth not what thou sayest mm-hmm. for thou verily givest thanks with thanks well but the other is not edified I thank my God I speak with tongues more than ye all yet in the church I had to rather speak five words with my understanding that by my voice I may teach others also than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Okay, now stop there. Now, now that right there sums up what I was saying. What good would it be? He just said this. Reread that 19th verse again. Sure, in 19, ye in the church, I had rather speak five words with my understanding that by my voice I might teach others also than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Yes, if you're trying to reach someone, you can use like a foreign language, for example. If you didn't know, I'm just going to use, if you didn't know how to speak German and they wanted to reach you, it's going to be kind of impossible, isn't it? Yes. So in order for them to reach you, they would have to know how to speak English, because you're an English person. Correct. I look at that similar to what God is actually the same thing as what God is saying. I bet that person trying to reach you want to speak at least languages that you can, um, you know, so that they could get their communication going. Mm -hmm. Right. So in this case right here, what good would it be to? And like he said, yet in a church, I had rather speak five words with understanding, with my understanding, that by my voice, I might teach others also than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Because to speak words that nobody can understand does not even make sense. And how are you going to get any followers if you can't make sense of what you're saying? Exactly. So... The word of God is very important. And then we got one more, baby. Let's go to that first. We're going to do this, and then we're going to kind of like wrap it up in a positive way. 1 Peter 3 and 1. Okay, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1. Likewise, likewise, ye wives be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. Okay, now this is a whole different area, but, but the same thing about um, getting your... It says, likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husband, 
that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of their wives. So our, your husband can be saved through you. Um, if you, if you, if, if you obey the word of God in front of your husband, as an example, he can be one to the Lord by your behavior and your words that you speak. So, so those things are that those things are very important. The word of God is, is it people. The word of God is very important. So at this time, how was that? Wasn't that just awesome? I feel it again. Do you feel that? Yeah. Just, just, I, I, like I said, when I heard you expound on the word, some of these scriptures right there, it just brought back that Sunday morning atmosphere again, where the presence of God will. So, so we thank you for being here. And I'm, I'm glad we both were able uh, to recap on Sunday morning services. And once again, before we do close out, once again, I just want you to know, I don't know if I mentioned it at the beginning of the recap of this morning services, but the church time of services have changed as of a couple weeks ago. Uh, Deacon, our elder Deacon Gaston Murphy changed the time. In spite of what you see on the outside, service starts at 11 a.m., on Sundays and right now it'll just be one the one service so um, if you're interested in those of you if if you need a church home or you just want to drop by and visit um, there's no such thing as making someone join a church we know that because we're we're like doing services and and enjoying highway to heaven we love it um, and what's the address again the address is 3202 Potter Street Rockford Illinois 61109 and you're all welcome come one come all you're all welcome okay, just, just say it one more time that one more time for Brian Crump 3202 Potter Street in Rockford Illinois 61109 so I don't know about you but I heard the word in that one Amen. so you guys can come on down <laughs> I love it. Well, God bless you. We hope that you enjoy uh, uh, this podcast. And hey, we're going to do this again on Sunday morning. Every week. Every week is me and is is Elaine and Brian. So we look forward to we hope that you tune in and we look forward to, to chatting with you again or talking with you again on this coming Sunday. God bless you. Peace. Bye-bye.